Welcome to the podcast, everyone out there in listener land. Happy to have you here on Desiring Brethren for our uh, 30th episode. This is our I have no is idea. It? I have no idea. It, right. You're just making that up. Yep, I'm making it up right now for our blank number <laughs> episode. Tanner will fix that later. I'm <laughs> yeah, Jackson O'Brien. Right. <laughs> be a computer voice. Yeah. 30. <laughs> uh, I'm David Short. I'm Tanner Hoffs. And... Today, ugh. when Tanner starts off and does his research for our topics, he goes down really weird rabbit trails like dark places in YouTube and other non-inviting areas. And I had the... You found some good stuff. I had the opportunity to do the same thing with this. Today, folks, we are going to be talking about a topic that is close to all of our hearts. Folks, today we're going to talk about the theological malleability of facial hair. It'll it'll come up it'll come up soon because the the theology of beards is really deep and thick and oh, is it ever controversial? Okay, but to uh, to begin this, let's do it with properly in a devotional manner. So, mm-hmm. Dave, I'm going to have you read from Psalm 133. Just read through the whole psalm. All right. How very good and pleasant it is when kindred live together in unity. It is like the precious oil on the on the head. Running down upon the beard, on the beard of Aaron. (laughs) Running down over the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. Mm. For there the Lord ordained his blessing, life forevermore. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You guys say thanks be to God. We're trying that out. We're doing liturgical stuff up in here. I thought we just talked about reverence for the word. <laughs> no, but that my 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 first impression on that psalm is like this is my God's people are unified when our pastors' beards are greased. That's what I think. <laughs> this is this was a consecration ceremony because the the beard was a huge part of Jewish identity. So now that we've established that beards are a thing there is this in- are we talking all facial hair are we talking beards let's oh man yeah because i guess we'll have to have a whole separate podcast on mustache <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's a good a good a very evil thing. <laughs> evil thing but let's just establish right now that the beard is a huge part of biblical times and if you want to hear someone like explicate on beards he has a whole Wait, who does Tanner? Did you see the video that I sent you? Are you talking about beautiful Ben? <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I love that guy. <laughs> I'm so glad you put him in my life. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying. I zoned out for a second. Have you explained who he is? This guy Ben is a. I and he uses. I'll use the words that he describes himself. He's a fundamentalist Baptist who believes a lot of... But he's so much more. Well, he's the very... He's the conclusion of being a fundamentalist Baptist. And boy, does he come to some really wonderful conclusions. Well, we should set the folks up with a link to listen to this guy. So this guy, Ben. Yes, let's call him Beautiful Ben. 
Ben proposes better than your name for him. Yeah, I don't want to release that because it, it's it's bad. I knew you guys would get it though. Ben proposes that beards are biblical, and that his argument is that there's too many. The mixing of genders in our present culture is uh, confusing. Uh, distinctions between male and female in God's created order. So he proposes that the beard that men should, like, he, he qualifies, like, it's not a sin if you don't grow a beard, but really it's to the, to the glory of God, and he wants men to have beards. So he, No, 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 you, you're misrepresenting. No, I'm not at all. You, and not the words, but the tone. <laughs> the tone. The man, I love this guy because he's like the most gentle, loving Pharisee I've ever met. <laughs> His opinion is all right. I mean, he actually, like, had... Boy, he dived into his Bible for it. Yeah. But, like, you can tell he cares so much about the person who's reading it. Hmm. I was just so impressed. Like, the kindest fundamentalist. Like, he starts his article, you know, saying stuff that he probably doesn't even think about. Like, in today's society, Satan is working overtime to blur the lines between a man and a woman. Right. And you're like, oy vey, like, it's this kind of guy. Hmm. And then... His article starts, point one, beards have nothing to do with your salvation. I don't want you to get confused with this article. Not all men can grow full beards. If you can't grow a beard, that's fine. God didn't allow you to do it, so don't fret over it. And then he underlines, you are just as manly as a man who grows a beard. <laughs> like, he cares so much. And then his third point, God is more concerned with the inward instead of the outward. Number four, we are not under law, but under grace. Mm. Number five, many godly men don't have beards by choice, and that's okay. And then he goes into his argument why God wants you to have a beard. That is the most gentle, kind fundamentalist I've ever met. <laughs> God bless him, man. I will admit that his posture was a lot better than other fundamentalists I've encountered. But to go on, like, a huge, in-depth, like, systematic theology of the beard just makes me wonder, why do you spend your time on this? Did you see the video of him? He looks like a delightful human being. That doesn't make him... Okay, <laughs> so, okay, just to put it fairly, like, he goes through his Bible and, and points out in the, the passage in Second Samuel when... Um, David's men were, he sent them as messengers and then they had half their beard shaved off and then their, their clothes were cut at the buttocks or whatever too. But he was so funny what he said. Notice that David didn't say, come on back. He said, no, wait till your beards grow back <laughs> and then come Which back. Which is to true. <laughs> that was a great point. Wait. That was like, yeah, Dave really <laughs> yeah. is. David is really concerned about that. No Right, like David doesn't even mention that no. their like butts are hanging <laughs> no, out because they cut their clothes. Like Dave's like, you know, like fine, go home with your butt hanging out, but like your poor beard. <laughs> and then uh, in Isaiah seven, beautiful Ben, beard of beautiful Ben. He also oh, this part is the best. When God he did like science and math on this one. Okay, no, you explained it that if you love Ben so much, you support him. Okay, I don't okay, want to okay. defend this guy. He's arguing, he's trying to name everybody who had a beard in the Bible, and he's giving evidence, right? Like, like Aaron, the beard, the oil goes into his beard. Aaron had a beard. Okay, boom. And so he goes through all these people, and then he says, Jesus himself had a beard. 
And how does he prove it, Dave? Guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's because in the prophecy about the suffering servant in Isaiah, it says he gave his cheeks to those who pull out the beard. So when it's predicting about the suffering servant, it says people are going to pull out his beard. So this is this is the logic oh, he goes dang. through, which like, man, he thought this through. He says, note how in the above passage, his beard was pulled out. This is interesting for a few reasons. First, this reveals that Christ certainly had a beard, and it wasn't a very short beard. How long? We don't know. My beard is about a half to three. <laughs> I love this part. My, be my beard is about a half to about three quarter inches long, and it is very hard to grab hold of it due to it being so short. So I imagine his beard was probably twice the size of mine at least. Maybe a bit more. It was enough so you could grab it with your fingers and yank it out. That's incredible. Like, that's the most impressive genetic reconstruction I've ever heard from the Bible about what Jesus would have looked like. I can't believe like, you right now. We do that for ancient pharaohs where we, like, take their, like, mummy mask and we're like, what does their face probably looked like underneath this? He just did that with the Bible. He's a freaking Indiana Jones. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that if I could actually grow a beard, I'd be just as supportive as you guys are. <laughs> right. I mean, you get the sense behind this is, like, you're clearly someone who could grow a beard. <laughs> totally. Like, this article just would not be written unless you were able to grow a non-patchy beard. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, folks, if you want to listen to Ben, you go ahead. I don't want to lay it out for you. And he somehow snagged the name www.revelation.co, like... Yeah. Holy cow! How did he get that? Good on him. <laughs> I I need. I'll 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 kind of wrap up our stuff with Ben with his. Oh. I know I know you want to keep going, but I'll conclude with some of the stuff he said about benefits for growing a beard. It saves you time and money, not having to shave all the time. Hey man. It, it, it keeps you warm in the winter. It it hides imperfections in your face if you have a crazy mole or something. <laughs> It enhances your appearance, I, I believe. My wife loves my beard, and I have a very beautiful wife. She loves my beard. And it also glorifies God. Oh, man, rock solid. And then he finalizes it with, let's have a beard revolution. Bring it back and honor God. And then he quotes Charles Spurgeon <laughs> with that famous line, grow your beards, a habit most natural, scriptural, manly, and beneficial. Dave, tell me you love this guy. I've just been sitting here like, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. <laughs> this is like, my issue with the Reformation, is it put a Bible in every single person's hand. I'm and like, this is what they do with the Bible. I'm in awe of this. Dave's in awe. That's what I heard out of that statement. But like, so. not, not in a good way. <laughs> right, right. Just in right. like a, what, what is this? I was oblivious to the fact that that this is even a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I think it's just beautiful. No, bet. Like, are, are we are we gonna go into the history of of like, oh, let's do it. Yeah, we we totally could. Nice transition, Dave. Yeah, it's an issue in the church's tradition, and and I don't know why. <laughs> okay, before we get into this, because totally, when you look back at the controversies over beards, you're like, what? Yeah. How, why was this a big deal multiple times? Yeah. But honestly, if you look today, 
we have had a modern controversy over beards and long hair, the Jesus movement and hippies and Bible schools. Like my wife went to a Bible school where men were not allowed to grow beards because it was like represented hippie culture or something. (laughs) Right. But like give it 500 years and people look back at this and be like, they had controversies over beards. But it had to do with, like, what that beard represented at that time, which was drugs and free love and everything else the church thought was bad. Right. So, I mean, like, you could be sympathetic when you look at us craziness today. No. (laughs) No sympathy. The reason we call it the malleability of facial hair is because the church was back and forth on whether it was a good thing to have a beard or whether it was not. And... There's oh, yeah. a lot there's a lot of examples of them but I know that one of the big culminating ones is it came down to it was part of a the the church schism when the church divided from it it split between the west and the east the roman catholic and the eastern orthodox like beards yep. was the issue well it was a major issue on it too oh my I don't goodness. know if it was a major issue well it's it was one of the big six reasons or whatever I think it was yeah, I mean, but the major issue was that they hated each other's guts. I mean, you look at any of the six issues and you're like, how are any of these issues? And then you have to be like, they hated each other. And it's like, oh. Well, okay, maybe. Okay. But there, there was also the, the marriage of priests, right? If priests could get married. And that is like, that's a fair thing when you read through the New Testament and you wonder if priests can, if they're celibate or not. But yeah, like uh, the last pagan emperor of the Roman Empire after Constantine, there was this random pagan emperor who, like, when he became emperor, was like, ha I'm not a Christian. And everybody was like, what? The Ju- Julian the Apostate, we call him. Hmm. But he showed his rebellion from the church by having a big beard because he was calling back to, like, Plato and Aristotle and all the Greek philosophers that had oh, big right. beards. And he okay. was like, I style myself after them. And so the church switched between, like, beards are the greatest and... <laughs> Christian leaders don't have beards because our crappy emperor does. Do you think there's something to that? Like, hmm. it sort of makes as much as we all make fun of it. Sort of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I would ever become dogmatic about it. Hmm. But it's like if this movement that we totally don't agree with is represented in some way by some fashion right. if all the new if all the new atheists had like really long like goatees and that was their thing yeah hmm. it would start having a connotation that like you're saying something about an identity by having a, a goatee yeah and i don't i don't think it should come to the point where people are like well you can't do that but it's just like i don't know it it, it becomes less crazy to understand do you think we should react to culture jack like that i don't know Dave said it well about the being dogmatic about it. Uh, with, uh, going back to Beautiful Ben, because we have to. We, we have must. to. We, we must. I can see Christians becoming more dogmatic about beards. Like ben be, Ben's opinion becoming more standard among everyday Christians because of the debates over gender versus sex. Yeah. Splitting yeah. gender from sex and that... The Christians are like, no, you're, you know, while some Christians are like, biological sex is the same as your gender. You can't split those. You can't right. decide you're the other one. And a beard is a biological thing where it's like, it doesn't matter if you say you're this, 
biologically the beard separates the genders. And that's kind of the sentiment you get behind Ben's post is like mm-hmm. he did he doesn't like blurring of the genders. So as this debate if it heats up more, I could imagine more Christians looking for what biologically separates us. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I don't I don't really have a problem with somewhat reacting to what culture's doing and and making statements like that. The problem is is that these people like like we've said throughout history and mm. they they then take it one step too far and go Oh, and by the way, this is also the most glorifying thing to God. Or <laughs> oh, by the way, this is like this is what you should do right. as a right as a yeah. fo- and it's like, well, wait a second, Jack. When are you going to grow that big old bushel beard of yours? Stand up to the culture. So the problem is, Dave is looking at me right now, and he's like, "Yeah, when are you going to do that?" And I'm going to say, "Dave, I already am starting. It's been a month." <laughs> <laughs> Because that, that's my problem with Ben, is I envy him. I envy that he has a beautiful wife who loves his beard and that I don't have either of those. Right. Who's the one who's a little biased here? Is it Ben with his beard or is it Jackson with his can we admit? Can we admit that both biases are equally wrong? That he can't just say what he wants because he has a beard and I can't say what I want because I don't. As someone who switches between having a beard and not having a beard, you have a I neutral can position. Lay down yeah, the truth. <laughs> give it, give it, Dave. And the truth is, beards are awesome. Totally, totally. And I know they are. That's where you should stop with your statements about beards. Not that they are biblical, glorify God. Honoring. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a pause on Ben. We keep coming back to him, and I imagine we will again. But do you oh, guys... he'll just weave through the conversation. <laughs> right. He'll never you, leave us. Tanner, you're always the one who brings it back. <laughs> I can bring it back again. What's your, like, beyond a, a, a biblical, you don't have to give a reason at all that makes sense in a Christian context, but, like, why do you guys like beards? I just like the look of them. Gener- but, like I said, I, I grow my beard out. And then after a while, I'm like, I don't want this anymore. And then I shave it off, hmm. and then I grow it out. But, but in general, yeah, I think I just I just like the look of beards. Yeah, I think it's biological, man. I think we respect people with beards more. Huh. I think that's just like ingrained into us as like a social species. I don't know. So I, I think there's something to the idea of like, you represent yourself as a dominant male by having a beard. Hmm. That as much as we want to be like reasonable and rational and like move away from that, it's there. Hmm. It's like latent beneath things. And we respect reformers more because they had sick facial hair. <laughs> like Calvin's goatee makes me like want to read the institutes. I don't know about you, Dave, but I no. can. Right. <laughs> and like how many pictures do we really put up of Luther? Not that many because yeah. he was a little cheap, you know, baby like face. little baby face. You know. <laughs> He didn't really honor God that much. <laughs> I share that with the whole, whenever I see a guy that has a beard, doesn't matter the context. For the first five seconds, I'm like, in this moment, I'm inferior to you. But I mean, like, you don't, you don't need, like, I'm staring right now at a poster of John Wayne, uh-huh. like, the greatest man ever. <laughs> no beard. Yeah, but if John H- Wayne had some, like, 
grizzle on him. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how good much response. Him? Good response. That would just be awesome. That's like Clint Eastwood. Like he can light a match for his cigar on his <laughs> tough leather face, you know, and grizzled beard. Yeah, good point. Even the word grizzled, you know, we use that word. It comes from like grizzly bear. Yeah. Like I'm thinking ferocious predator could rip my face off. Which, by the way, did you guys watch that video of the guy who got attacked by a grizzly bear? No. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I need to tell you. This guy got, like, attacked twice on the trail by the same massive grizzly bear who, like, bit up his arms and took a piece of his scalp and all this stuff. And he, like, was trained so he knew how to, like, protect his neck and stuff so that he survived. But he had to walk three miles out of the woods. And he calls 911 from his truck. And immediately after calling... He makes a Facebook Live video of himself, and his face is just streaked with blood. Yeah. Part of his scalp is hanging out. What? And he's like, hey, just got attacked by a bear. <laughs> uh, bear spray doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> and, like, he looks so epic, and he's like, internal organs are good. Eyes are good. I'm going to recover. And then he like shows, he's like, I think my arm's broken. And then he shows it. And there's like pieces of flesh hanging off it. It's like a minute long video. I want everybody to listen to watch <laughs> no, it now. No, It just came out this week. A day after it came out, it had 26 million views. Because it's the what? most intense manly man you'll ever see. So anyway, that's, but, I did, didn't even say the word grizzled to get to that. But right. it brought it there. He had a beard? Actually, no. Huh. It's confounding. Unless the bear ripped it out because it was over an inch long, and so it was able to to grab it based on his calculations. Back to Ben the Beautiful. Back to Ben. Thanks for your help Your help in creating equations for us. Do you guys have any other thoughts on beards? I just want to make a quick note against the soul patch (laughs) (laughs) the facial hair of youth pastors throughout our great our great land why why is that a thing why is that a thing that is so associated with youth pastors and it's real it's it's not a thing we made up Is it because it's just, like, a little bit edgy, but you sort of look like a kid because, like, you don't Mm. have a big beard? Like, you're relatable, and yet you're older? It's the uh, youth pastor's call to mediate, be be a bridge between the the weird youth kids. Right, he's, like, standing in the gap. It's almost like the the one kid who can grow, like, a half mustache in grade six, and it's, like, (laughs) he gets, like... You know, the grade nines walk by and they give them like a little nod. And it's like, because you somehow are able to bridge that gap. And I feel like that's what youth pastors are doing. Good, good time. So anyway, I need to get my voice, my complaint. Ben, if you do hear this for some wild reason, thank you for making this podcast a lot better. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being a lot better person than us. <laughs> well, at least me. Tanner loves you. Okay, that's everything. He's got so many videos on YouTube. He does. He has a whole channel. And he's always in front of that whiteboard, and he's got, like, helpful notes. But he's covering them. Look at your adjectives. Helpful. He's got... Caring. He's got 400 subscribers. 
Like that is like nine times our audience size. Uh, first, I'd wager that half of them are his family. He has one about cursing and swearing. Oh, oh yeah, we should have had his input. Wow, should pastors be paid a salary? He's like our podcast competition. I'm starting to turn against him. <laughs> <laughs> if we could combine like, like the Power Rangers into one larger, like the Mega, the Megabot, the Mega Ranger at the end. That is they it called Megabot? Do. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that one's got a cool sword. Yeah. Oh, I need to know the exact name. And I'm David Short. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, thanks for listening to this long episode. Do we have any listener mail that we should uh, address? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. Let's go get oh, to yeah. that. Dave, throw us the alternative <laughs> song. <laughs> we we got to get What's past What's wrong Jackson's with mine, guys? <laughs> Problem Come on, I, Dave. I don't think I can beat Jackson's. Thank you. Which very I also much. think I originally created, and then you. No. Yeah. No, I did. Oh, yeah. Go back. No. Go back into our archives, and I think that if I. Only there were proof of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Scholars are divided on the issue. I, th- I think I just added to it. I think it is. It's uh, Dave, and we're we should do harmony on this one. Uh, uh, are you on the fifth? Don't understand music listener 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 mail gonna give a listen i think you're you're botching it dave purposefully i don't know how, I, don't, I don't i don't understand this music thing <laughs> and go to the mail tanner <laughs> all right we got mail from cassie anderson that's right cassie has did you guys see this no no is it on the the oh we haven't said the uh the name of people probably forgot how to reach yeah, us we haven't said it in a while it's true cassie anderson who is amazing and we went to karma with her sister and my wife was her roommate for a little while she has dropped us a line and she said first of all thanks for the calendar oh wicked good calendar what <laughs> so the calendar was a very the, the minds behind desiring brethren podcast wanted to give back to the people the people that make this show happen and so they decided what better way to show that we love and care for you than by giving you real brethren Mm. grizzled grizzled most of them grizzled with their grizzliness especially january (laughs) that's my favorite one oh (laughs) (laughs) that is that is the best yeah, so we got a calendar of Brethren Men, and a while back, Cassie had a lot of free time on her hands, so we said, let's send her one of them, and she says she has loved it. She's going to proudly display it in the new year, because it does start in January. Right, yeah. And feel, she's going to field all the sure-to-be-asked questions regarding its appropriateness on our behalf. <laughs> Thank you, Cassie. We need that. <laughs> oh, man. And then she wants to comment on the Felix Culpa episode. Oh. So that was the Oh Happy Fall. Uh, Should we celebrate the fall and sin? She said it's definitely on her list of favorites, second only to the If Beaver Was a Believer, Should I Be a Believer one, (laughs) which was hilarious. Yeah, it was. I like that one a lot. I'm happy she likes it too. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, anyway, great discussion and thought it would be worth adding that because of the fall, Jesus had to suffer greatly, which of mm. course led to amazing redemption for us, but caused him great pain for a while. I do appreciate the argument of us knowing God's goodness more acutely because he had to rescue us from our sin. It is similar to what my experience has been in that through my own hardships, mm. I have a better understanding of God's perfect character. I think lots of people could identify with this concept too. Take care, Cassie. Cassie, that's, that was a wonderfully well put. Thanks for writing in, Cassie. That's super nice. We uh, actually appreciate more than you know when people write in. So that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the 12 weeks of Christmas Desiring Brethren calendar giveaway. It's happening right now. There have been winners at the time this podcast comes out. So if you want your calendar, either rate or review on iTunes. Oh, yeah, of course. Or you can share one of the links we have for an episode uh, on our Facebook page. If you share that on your wall or rate and review on iTunes with your name, you will be entered to win the calendar. Thanks for listening and grow a beard if you can. But know that God loves you anyway and that we're under grace and not law and that there's lots of guys who want to grow a beard, but they're not able to. You'll get a beautiful wife and your beautiful wife will love your beard and it glorifies God. Amen. (laughs) All right. We will sign off then. I'm Jackson O'Brien. I'm David Short. (laughs) Watch that video of the grizzly man. (laughs) 